Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! Listen, I know that I'm a stickler for details. I come from the old school, learn it from my dad, and I know our next guest, Bill Chow's from the old school. I've heard in past places that I've worked that I wasn't that well-liked, because guess what? I held people accountable. And also, guess what? We won! How about that? Details, details, details. <laughs> details win. Details lose. Are you winning now? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, I'll tell you what. Happy Thursday, everybody. I think we're winning. We have ring the bell. Darren has officially declared us cool. Yes, it's happened. Because the star of stage and screen, Bad Boys 2, Bad Blood, Sons of Anarchy, and the last Boy Scout, Kim Coates, was on with us last hour. And what do you say? We're cool. So we're cool. And it's now <laughs> out there. That it's in the bucket list. We will be in a movie one day. That is the that is the goal. With Kim Coates. Our IMDB accounts will finally have a credit to our names. Yeah. Such a super dude. Yeah. So uh, we're, I'm in a tremendously good mood today. I hope you are. Uh, oh. sa- aside from the sad news, which unfortunately I'm going to get to momentarily, but as uh, we mentioned, hour one today in our digital platforms, we had Kim Coates with us, international film star. Here in hour two, Kelly Rudy will be joining us from Hockey Night in Canada, and he's an absolute childhood hero of mine. So it's a big reason why I'm a pretty happy guy today. Um, but beginning February 1st, you'll be able to watch both hours right here on Game Plus Television in all 10 provinces and 31 states. Again, February 1st, going to air noon to 2 Eastern daily on Game Plus Television. So that's the guest story for today, but let's get to the quick six show topics, please. <laughs> Director Jordan, thank you. So it's sad news around here in this part of the world. Very sad news. Warren Woods, an absolute icon in the Saskatchewan sports broadcasting community, passed away from COVID on Wednesday at the age of 66. Producer Clark has some photos of Woodsy. You want to talk about a much-loved figure, larger than life, that was Warren Woods. And uh, it was suggested to us that we bring on some of his former co-workers, and I thought, why do we have to do that? I've known this guy personally since 1992. There's Woodsy. And I remember the day that he started at STV Regina, which would go on to become Global TV. And they're saying, here's this guy from, uh, from Ontario, Sudbury, Ontario, Warren Woods joining us today. Well, he went on to become just a gigantic, 
gigantic part of our sports culture here in this community. It's 11 o'clock, and this is Sportsline. Their half-hour nightly highlight show was Jay and Dan and Sports Center before there was a Sports Center, at least around here. And there's Woodsy at a Pats game. So in high school, I remember him on television, and then it was a huge deal for me to cover the 1992 Provincial Men's Tankard. Provincial Curling Championship in Yorkton because I was covering it with Warren Woods. And we ended up at a house party one night and some bikers showed up and it was hell on wheels. And we laughed about it for years and years and years afterwards, you know? Oh, yeah. And just always had a smile. Always would rather talk about you than himself. And when he passed away yesterday, the first group of people that I thought of was the Regina Rams football program because he was the voice of the team forever. And he was regularly photographed in Rams gear. So our condolences go out to his family, obviously, his grieving friends, the very close friends of Woodsy. But the guy would want you to have a beer, raise a beer to him and celebrate him. Right. So one hour ago, I asked Darren for your stories of Woodsy. Those are just some of mine. But every time I was around him, the stories of the 92 tankard would come up and just a laugh. And he was always doing that feigned golf swing. Right. (laughs) He didn't have a golf. He's because he was normally on the golf course. Yeah. So uh, thanks for the memories, Woodsy. But most importantly, thanks for being just a really good guy and a great father and friend Uh, to point two. Yeah, Woodsy was a Leafs fan, and uh, wouldn't you know it, they didn't win last night. They lost to the Edmonton Oilers, and I, I think at some point last night marked the start of the second week of the regular season. Are we getting too excited for these games? Because I was broadcasting a show last night on recovery, the recovery hour, and the deal was this. I watched the first 15 minutes of the Leafs Oilers before leaving the house, and I expected a track meet. Let's, let's count for a second. Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, John Taveras can still fly. It did look like a bunch of Clydesdales in the muck. And I was saying to Darren that I was listening on the radio to Joe Bowen and Jim Ralph. Those guys can really dress up a dog of a hockey game. And that's what they were doing last night. And when I was leaving the TV show last night, I had it still on my radio. And Joe Bowen said, this was a real mishmash, ragtag of a game. Something along those lines. So over to the resident Leafs fan who I don't think you expected a loss last night, did you? No. And, you know... They were, they were, I could say that they were outplaying Edmonton, but nobody was outplaying anybody. It was a bad hockey game. Like there wasn't a lot of skill in the game. It was all to the perimeter. And maybe that's what both teams wanted when you play against a team that has that really elite high end skill, which both those teams have that it's look at, we got to protect the middle of the ice because neither team got to the middle of the ice in the hockey game. There was a, you know. Uh, there was hardly any shots. The goals were all bad. Um, it was literally flip a coin, I guess, who deserves it a little bit more. I guess, you know, Edmonton did score a power play goal, but the power play didn't even look good. Um, it was it was awful. We're going to see it three more times, though, in the next seven to ten days. So I hope it gets better. But, hey, if Edmonton wants to play better team defense, they did that last night. A lot of Oilers fans chirping producer Clark on Twitter last night. I would encourage you to do that more. <laughs> he really likes it. The big-time Leafs fan. Now, you mentioned the flip of a coin to point three. The other side of the coin was the Vancouver-Montreal game. And apologies for not watching it. I was watching the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team, humiliate the Arizona Coyotes last night. So I did not flip over to the Canadians game. I try to keep my mind on one game at a time. But I guess I missed something special because it went to a shootout and the Canucks, because the heat was on, and they answered the bell, beating Montreal 6-5. And Montreal is a lot of fun to watch. Most of these teams are a lot of fun to watch. But that was a real whew, for Vancouver, I think, because the, the heat was mounting. It was mounting. And they'll go at it again tonight. Long road trip for Montreal continues as they visit the Vancouver Canucks. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. But not even a measure of revenge for Totter Toffoli, who... Goes back to Vancouver, now is a member of the Montreal Canadiens, gets a hat trick, but loses. You shouldn't feel good about that. And you could tell at the postgame news conference he did it. Did you see the, the quote or the interview? It, it's, yeah. 
That's what you want, though, right? Uh, that's like kissing your sister, I guess. I wouldn't know. I don't have a sister. That's high? Well, <laughs> well, it's a Scoring sister kisser. Yeah. yeah, you know, it really is. It's You're kissing like, a female, but it's your sister. Yeah, so it's, it's not... exciting. I haven't kissed anybody in a long time. It's, you know. <laughs> but it's your sister. Just, you just can't feel good about that at the end of the right. day. Right. Yeah. Can't celebrate it. Can't, oh, you can't no. celebrate it. Point four. NFL Conference Championships go Sunday. It is a doubleheader. And um, where do we start? We'll spend far more time on Friday on this because it'll be a Flame Tech Football Friday. But it's led to our poll question today. And producer Clark came up with that one. For Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, which quarterback matchup are you looking forward to the most this weekend? The NFC Championship, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Couple of... Not goats necessarily. Well, Tom is the goat mm-hmm. against Aaron Rodgers, who I guess is the up and coming goat, or Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and this shouldn't even be close as far as I'm concerned, and it really isn't. Most people looking forward to seeing Rodgers Brady, and they're that's what they're talking about on the panels, of course, on ESPN, which I watch every morning, and they're saying they're not going to be on the field at the same time. They're not really going head to head. Like you understand that football vernacular, right? But that's not the sexy story either they are though they're (laughs) going to go shot for shot and you know it's going to be a lot of fun to watch I'm really looking forward to it I do think Mahomes Allen the Bills Chiefs game will be a better game it'll be a closer game more of a shootout I think I don't know that this game is going to be you know back and forth the the Bucks and and Packers I do think that it has an opportunity to kind of get out of hand either way both of these teams really capitalize on momentum and you know once they get up they can put other teams into the ground. We saw it when they played earlier in the year, and we've seen it with the Packers. If you don't keep up, you get left behind pretty quickly. Note to my family, let's do whatever weekend things we have to do Saturday because Sunday will be six hours of football watching. It's this might Well, this isn't the best weekend in the NFL. They're saying that the wild card weekend was in terms of games. This is a pretty darn good one, though. Per day, yeah. This is a pretty good one, too, though. Uh, Point five, I literally wrote down, what else is there? Because I was going, we're so heavy-duty in NFL, NHL, you could get lost in that. Mm -hmm. You could Now, there's UFC. Conor McGregor is fighting Saturday night, and we may buy it. Maybe I'll have my brothers and their families over. If we're allowed, I can't remember what the rules are anymore. Order pizza and watch UFC. The Blue Jays, people are still talking about what went down and the signing of George Springer and the almost signing of Brantley. That's exciting. But the one thing that I centered on, and we're trying to make a commitment to talk about the CFL every day, is that the CFL Scouting Bureau rankings came out yesterday and... Chuba Hubbard is in the top five. Pretty big deal, right? Oklahoma State, Cowboy running back out of Edmonton. And the question is, maybe that'll be a poll question tomorrow. Would you draft him? Because he didn't have a good year. He didn't have a good production year. He didn't play the full year. He had injury problems. Not only are you drafting him, but how high are you drafting him? I think you got to draft him. I think so. And... And while you think that's a slam dunk, nobody drafted Chase Claypool last year because they just knew he would never see a down in the CFL. The Canadian kid from Vancouver that's starring with the Pittsburgh Steelers, their rookie of the year. So that would be a good question. Chuba Hubbard's on the list. That makes this year's CFL draft pretty more tantalizing than normal. It does. I wouldn't expect Chuba Hubbard, though, to come to the CFL right away. He'll get picked in the NFL Um, and he'll get an opportunity. He'll be at camp. He'll probably be on a practice roster or maybe land on a main roster. But he's coming off what we'd consider a down year for Chuba Hubbard in terms of the stats and the pomp and circumstance. And, you know, we thought he, you know, was, well, coming off, you know, being at least a contender to be in the Heisman conversation the year before, thought maybe he would take that next step forward. That's why you stay. But it was a bit disappointing, and then he ended up leaving towards the end of the year. So if that continues and he gets drafted and he goes to a camp and he doesn't perform, then he might look at Canada as a place to get his professional career off the ground and make that transition. So it's absolutely worth a flyer to take, a, take Chase Claypool in, in the Ch- CFL, Chuba, Hubbard. Or Chuba Hubbard sorry, in the draft. Yep. Unlike Chase Claypool, who was looking good, ended up going in the second round of the NFL and has no chance of coming up here. So some CFL topics there, and last hour, Kim Coates, star of Bad Blood, last Boy Scout, Sons of Anarchy, 
It goes on and on and on. It was with us an hour ago. He's a dyed-in-the-wool Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan. Has been used as a team ambassador on occasion. In the interview from the movie set, he said, Rod, what's happening with the CFL? People are asking me every day. Can you imagine his sphere of friends? I know. And you know who it might be, by the way? Martin Short, Tom Hanks. CFL fans. Oh, yeah. They want to know if the CFL's playing, and Kim's like, what should I tell them? <laughs> like I would know. Yeah, and, he, yeah. He's going to go back, and he's going to talk to Martin Short, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Well, Rod Peterson said this. They're playing. They're playing. Well, I've got out on a limb, and that's kind of what you have to do by saying they're going to play because they have to play. Yesterday, in this very spot, I think the exact same point, I predicted that they would play and gave the reasons why later on in the show if you weren't watching we said if they don't play it's unforgivable yeah not only that they're not playing but that i would be fooled into thinking that they're gonna play oh i know so i guess my point was uh yeah you kim that's what i said you tell all your buddies that the cfl is playing in 2021 but I do actually believe that. It feels it feels like the uh, the show Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. Can't right? tell a lie? Can't well he's he's unreliable. He lies all the time, right? Yes. And then finally it's like, no, no, I promise. This is the one promise I make that I'll I'll be there to play catch with you. And it, Maximilian. And then yeah, Maximilian. <laughs> and then doesn't show up and it crushes him so much more. At least when you're used to it, it's not a big deal. So this is kind of the same thing. CFL's putting all these pieces together, really building us up. And if they take it away, it's going to be a long fall. It's going to hurt real bad. It's over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> They're <laughs> over if, if they don't play. But yeah. that's why I would just, I'm saying, can you please just come out and have a news conference and say we're playing and here's how and here's why and we'll see you in June. I don't feel like that's too much to ask. Yeah. But it seems like it's too much to ask. Just want to guarantee, that's all. Colin in Ottawa says Chuba would be worth a flyer at the end of the CFL draft, but I don't think it would be wise to pick him in the first three rounds. See, that's the question. And I was thinking, we haven't had our director of scouting on in quite some time, Craig Smith. We got to get Smitty on here, right? And talk about this. He's, he's never wrong. I know. You know, we went into the CFL draft last year. He's like, there's no way this guy gets taken. And he was right. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Michael Hunter writes in and says, they built us up last year, too. I know. And I've said that. What did I say? Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. And that's what you're saying. It's if you, if you pull the rug out again, we're done. We're done. Yeah. That's kind of what you're saying, Michael Hunter. But people were willing to give him the pass last year. And I, and I am too, because COVID hit really just before training camps were about to start. Yep. NHL, well, they were in the middle of their season, but they ended up pulling it off. The NFL had several months buffer, but it just hit the CFL at the worst possible time. So that's the point. Well, give him a pass for 2020. We're all doing that. There will be no pass in 2021 if they don't play. So they have to. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. From Ray in the Six. Writing in on the Prairie Mobile text line, he says, Good morning, Rod. I thought last night's Leafs-Edmonton game was a ho-hum game. I was expecting a lot of fireworks with the offensive talent on both sides. However, it was a big win for the Oilers. Big stars on both sides couldn't get it going. Ray must have missed the very first start of this segment because I said, Look at all the talent on the ice. This is an all-star game last night. And they played with the intensity of a Sunday wreck game at 11 at night. Oh, it was bad. So maybe we're expecting too much, but we're going to continue to watch anyways, which I'm, I'm prone to addiction, by the way. That's why I host a show called The Recovery Hour. I'm addicted to NHL hockey. I don't want to miss any games. Tonight I have my men's mental health group that I help lead, and I'm like, I don't really want to go. I'll be in the back. <laughs> Checking headphones in. I'll be that guy. Yeah. Hood up. Exactly. Watching the well, the Jets are at Ottawa tonight. Don't you guys know? You gotta watch that. D DG in Saskatoon says, Morning boys. This year's NFL draft is the year of the CFL player's son. You mentioned Jevin Holland, whose dad played in BC, Edmonton, and Sask. 
Trey Lance, the North Dakota State quarterback's dad, played in Saskatchewan. And Jace Horn from Tory Gurley's South Carolina is the son of Joe Horn. Remember Joe Horn? Oh, yeah. Pulled out the cell phone after uh, touchdown. All potential first-round NFL draft picks, DG says. So interesting that he would point that out. Michael Hunter goes on to say, turns out they didn't have a real plan aside from government money. A full year to think of different options. Need my CFL. We all do. We all need it. We all want it. And I just wish, I, I, I do believe in announcements coming. I just wish that they could speed it up. That's all. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, point six of the quick six show topics. There are six NHL games tonight. I just mentioned them. Uh, one of them, Winnipeg at Ottawa, Montreal at Vancouver. So with NHL center ice, I'm a pretty happy guy. Rock star of the day uh, yesterday was Ron McLean, the GOAT from Hockey Night in Canada. Everybody's chiming in with snide, stupid comments about why didn't you ask him about Don Cherry? I'll tell you what, read my Weekend 10 Things comment uh, co- column, and I'm going to address that. And maybe y'all will shut up about Don Cherry when it relates to Ron McLean after you read that. Okay? Okay. And I think today's rock star of the day will be uh, one Kim Coates. Yeah, by acclamation. That's that's sealed already. Now, having said that, Kelly Rudy may come from the poll, you know. Oh yeah, win it all. Yeah. So absolutely. we'll see. Kelly Rudy coming in next. NHL great from Hockey Night in Canada. We're going to talk a little mental health too. You're watching the RP Show on this beautiful uh, Thursday, January 21st. It's the International Day of the Sweatpant. Too, by the way, it's International Sweatpants Day today. Not joking. Wish I wore mine. <laughs> well, yeah, you got jeans. You're all dressed up today. Kind of. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, live daily on YouTube, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. And welcome back, everybody. Episode number 405 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show continues as we are live on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces. It's our uh, distinct pleasure to bring in Kelly Rudy, uh, NHL great from Sportsnet Flames, Hockey Night in Canada. Good to see a smiling face as always. I'll say happy belated birthday, Kelly. I think uh, you'd win a lot of bets on people wouldn't believe that you turned 60, man. Uh, Still going strong, eh? (laughs) Thanks, bud. I appreciate that. Uh, 405 shows. Holy cow, Rod. That's... uh... That's incredible. Congratulations. That uh, you know, that's hard work. You got to slug it out and come up with new questions and a variety of ways to make the show interesting. I give you a lot of credit, my friend. I appreciate that. Thank you. And going to two hours on national television uh, here in a couple of weeks is a feather in a cap, but it's in no small part to oh, the buy-in. Yeah, buy-in from the sports community from guys like you. So the thank you uh, goes to you uh, for sure. Uh, Kelly, I've been looking at the Flames schedule and wondering how in the heck are they not playing all week. It's probably the number one question you're getting, getting this week. And you're obviously you're doing a lot of interviews and getting things done, I guess. What's the deal with the Flames schedule so early? Well, I'm sure they would prefer to be playing as well, right? You know, the, they're playing really well right now. And I think everybody knows uh, time off when you're playing really well isn't exactly what you're looking forward to. But, you know, quirky schedule. Everybody's got to live with it. And uh, um, I, I'm just... I'm really getting in the groove again, Rod. So I'm really enjoying it. I've been watching tons of hockey every night. And uh, it's it's a weird thing. And even with the Flames, you know, I was talking to somebody in the hockey community uh, a couple of days ago, and the momentum changes in every game, it seems, right? Like, even the Flames, they beat uh, Vancouver on Monday. And in the first period, Vancouver was all over. Maybe the best period Vancouver had all season. Uh, they outshot Calgary 16-4. Then the shots were 20-3. to uh, in the second for Calgary, and they built up a 3-1 lead. Uh, so, And I watched the Ottawa game last night with uh, Winnipeg and the same sort of thing, just incredible momentum changes. And uh, I don't know if it's going to change. I suspect it will. I think it, I'm hoping it's just the early part of the season, but who knows? I'll tell you what. Um, 
We had your good friends on the program yesterday, Ron McLean and uh, Rich Sutter, and we talked about exactly that. And also that the, intens- the intensity isn't necessarily there yet. But with these swings, like you say, it reminds me of junior hockey, which is actually my true passion. Yeah. It's so unpredictable, right? Which has made it, which has made it a lot more fun. And, but I, I think the teams aren't getting a pass. In the NFL and NBA, if you have a slow start, shoot, coaches are getting fired. Like, there's not a lot of forgiveness for the fact that there was no preseason. You're right. And, uh, you know, even like Vancouver, right, they're sort of getting slaughtered by their home fan base. So why are they off to such a poor start this year and their power play hasn't scored at all? Uh, and uh, I think they had the fifth best power play last year. And so with basically the same talent, you wonder why, although they're missing uh, JT Miller. Um, but it, it's really interesting watching the development of the games, though, because uh, I went to the two intra-squad games, uh, Rod, uh, the Calgary Flames had, and the first one wasn't very good, pretty sloppy. The second one was much better, and I was actually quite surprised at the level in which their game grew uh, their first game in uh, Winnipeg last Thursday. So uh, I think it's coming. Uh, I think we'll start to see a little bit better. I think I've, I've been reading a lot in the last few days, and the coaches are talking about that as well. Uh, you know what's funny about that is those these inter-squad games in Canada have been televised, and I think the Flames did theirs digitally. They streamed it, and I'm like, yeah. I've been after teams for years to do that. You said how weird this is out of the gate, and it is weird. I hope that's one thing that stays. I don't know if the Scotia North Division will stay or not, but televising the inter-squad games, why the heck wouldn't you? Your, your fans want to see it. Now, you mentioned watching hockey. I've never had NHL center ice until this year because I'm a Golden Knights fan, and they've played the Flames enough and the Orders enough and the Jets enough. They were on our, my f- normal TV, but now we don't have it. So that's going to be weird, right, Kelly? The travel and so forth. We don't see these American teams. Um, it's taken some getting used to. I, I don't mind it. But, yeah, it's, it's just a weird feeling. Do you think we're going to get used to this? Uh, I only hesitate because I'm surprised you haven't had Game Center yet till this year. I, <laughs> I, I lived with Game Center, like seriously, with the, in previous years with all my travel, uh, I would go find myself, say, a Wednesday night in Dallas or something. The Flames are going to meet me or they're going to play their Thursday. And I, I would come in earlier from some other city and uh, wherever I was at dinner, I'd be not only with my iPad, but my cell phone and watching different games on Game Center. But uh, yes, I think we will get used to it. In fact, I'm sort of settling into it. It's weird to go to the rink. I will tell you that uh, with nobody in the stands. And it is weird doing an away game for the Flames when uh, there's not even a game being played. We're just calling it off a monitor. We're trying to be as safe uh, as possible for health reasons. Uh, But I'm starting to really get used to my home studio uh, I think the viewer is, I, you know, I did that for the most part all through the playoffs last year until the last 18 days then I went to Toronto. But I think it's uh, something that we're all sort of accepting. And uh, it's, uh, I hate to say it sound like a cliche, but kind of like our new norm for now anyways. Yeah, no doubt. What It's funny. What a dream life you've got, right? That you're able to watch hockey. That's your job. And then talk about it. And it is a great career. My family can't believe I haven't had center ice till this year either. But I mean, 17 years I worked in the Western Hockey League, as you know. And I I say it's like the golf pro that never gets to golf working at the golf course because he's running the golf course. You're a golf pro, but you never get to golf. When you work in hockey, you always got games or you're traveling. So you're kind of out of the loop with what's going on with, with everybody else. But you are the flames guy and you're a goalie guy and i'm a goalie fan so i just got to ask you about jacob markstrup has he met your expectations and flames fans expectations in the early going here he certainly has and i gotta tell you i was worried uh starting the season because i watched like as i said those inter-squad games not to put too much credence on those uh, but he wasn't that sharp. And I was like, hmm, maybe the pressure's getting to him a little bit. Uh, and, you know, the nervousness of uh, changing teams and signing a big contract, it's affected tons of guys over the years, not only in our sport, but virtually every other sport. And so he he wasn't great. He certainly wasn't bad versus Winnipeg. I thought in, his, in the third period, he started to get much, much better. And then Saturday and Monday, he was uh, terrific. But in fact, Monday... Um, he won the game for them in the first period. Uh, as I said, Vancouver is terrific. Vancouver most likely should have had a three or four goal lead. 
after the first period, but uh, because of his play, he kept his team in and they were able to rebound and win the game. But he is uh, he's an interesting guy over the course of his career. I believe as a second rounder, he played 165 games in the minors, which is quite a bit for anybody. Um, and, and I kept asking people, because at one time he was, I think, the number one prospect uh, playing in the American Hockey League. And, and I kept asking some people, do you think he's going to make it? Do you think he has a chance to be the goaltender that everybody thought he would be at one point? And the answer was always yes. And so when he finally made his way to Vancouver, I recall having this conversation on the air, uh, Rod, a number of years ago. Elliot was on the desk. Nick would have been on the desk with Ron, myself. And I said something like, you know, for sure he's an NHL goaltender. I'm not convinced, and I don't know if he's ever going to be a number one. So last year or two years ago, I lost track of time. I said something like, I owe Mark's apology now because he is. He's he's truly turned into a number one, and now the Calgary fans and the Flames are uh, uh, seeing the uh, seeing that work. I don't know how much of a Twitter guy you are, but I, I remember that game because Eddie Lack tweeted from Scottsdale. He's like, I'm so torn tonight. Because Markstrom's his guy, but the Canucks are his team. You know, and I, it's just funny, yeah, following that. And the other thing, by the way, with intra-squad games, I've always, I think people get fooled by that. Because if a goalie gets shelled a little bit, and I, I don't think he got shelled, but he allowed more than you'd have liked to have seen. I think, well, maybe your shooters are great. It's like all those Rough Rider uh, green and white games I've covered. Your quarterback throws four picks. Maybe the DBs are awesome. You know, you just, you just never know what to read out of it, right? It's, it is practice at the end of the day. It is. And you know what? I, you know, I left there after the second one going, you know, I shouldn't read too much into it. For one thing, the defense, they were, you know, cautiously playing the games, I'd say. I, you know, there was no hitting. They weren't blocking any shots for good reason. And some of the shots that were being taken were at uh, 50% simply because they didn't want to hurt their own teammate with a blocked shot. So, you know, there are a lot of things that go into an intra-squad game that you're exactly right. Just throw it out and and don't even pay attention to it. But there are a couple things that you have to sort of keep your eye on. And, and what I really focused on was just the improvement of the play. This goes far too fast, Kelly. In the time we have left, I just want to ask you about one thing. You're not in your home studio, but if you were, I, I know you would have your medicine hat tiger's mask there and various pictures, and you would have <laughs> Alan Kaler's book, mental health emphasis on the men in mental health and alan kaler is a very close friend of mine and the guys alerted me to hey look alan's books on kelly's desk what is the story there kelly well i uh, i met in fact he corresponded with me on social media a number of weeks ago maybe months and so we sort of stayed in a little bit of contact and then i was uh, introduced by clint malarchuk uh, before christmas and we had a Zoom meeting about a project they're going to have about, uh, uh, they, I think it was uh, uh, about men's health, but then I think it's morphing into everybody's health because that's important. That's, by the way, I'm wearing this shirt, more good days, uh, because it goes back to our daughter when uh, she started to feel a little bit better after about four years of getting her help. And her saying was, uh, she'd go, hey, mom, dad, I'm having uh, more good days than bad. And that was, like I said, after four days. And this, this little uh, thing here is... Uh, signifies her garden, which was her happy place that we tried to get her to. So Alan's a great guy. As you know, uh, Rod, my biggest thing is uh, mental health, talking about it, making sure people are getting the help they need. Well, we have a a little more time to go down this road. I mean, through the pandemic, um, there's a lot of hockey people, sports people that are sitting on their hands. And for to be honest, they're not really reaching out. And I know that they're struggling and whatever their reasons are, they just aren't. I expected to hear from more Kelly. And just last week you had mentioned, you know, some of the struggles that you'd been through. What would you suggest to people? For instance, they're sitting, they tell me they're watching my show every day, you know, in the dressing room with nothing to do, that kind of thing. And um, what would you tell somebody that just doesn't really know how to handle their lives in this uncertain time? Yeah. Don't do it alone. It's impossible. And, uh, go through you put yourself through so much uh, pain that you don't need to go through and so uh talk to somebody uh a loved one a friend somebody you feel safe with um you don't necessarily have to go public that's not what i'm suggesting some people can some people uh, there's no need to as long as you're uh, going down the path of getting better um but i, I just find that it's a conversation you can have uh, more freely than maybe 10 15 years ago 
and people will understand. I mean, the support I had uh, has just been the best way to describe just heartwarming. Uh, people have reached out, people have shared their story with me about what they've been going through. And uh, I'm just happy to say that I'm feeling a whole lot better. I, I struggled for a, over a year and I knew something was going on. And then when I finally recognized it was something that I, very similar to what I went through in 92, 93 when I was playing in LA. And uh, I talked to my wife, I talked to my kids about it, that I needed to go get help, and I did, and I feel so much better. Wow, just, uh, I just feel uh, real again, I guess, like more like myself. Well, you know what? We call it the talking cure for a reason, getting it off your chest. Oh. And I was speaking, well, your wife obviously has uh, got a special spot in my heart because she's a good Saskatchewan girl. But uh, in Swift Current, <laughs> a guy, I was speaking in Swift Current in a gr group and a guy jumped up on a table and he said, I don't want anybody to know I'm in a small town. I don't want people to know I'm struggling. I said, you don't need to tell the world, but you do need right. to tell yeah, you, you, you do need to tell somebody. And so, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate what you're doing. I just think the world of you, Kelly, as you know, and your help with mental health is, uh, I may even respect you more for that. And I wore 32 just because of you. So that tells you what I think about your <laughs> hockey career, Kelly. <laughs> well, I so, appreciate that. But, but I will say this, uh, and I, I appreciate what you said about my work with mental health, because I, uh, I will tell you this, I'm proud of my playing days. I'm Proud of my broadcasting, but the best thing we as a family have ever done, the thing I'm most proud of is our work in the field of mental health. Well, it's a thing where it's all hands on deck, right? You uh, will take all the help we can get. Kelly, thanks for the time. Uh, as always, all the best in 2021. Uh, and go Flames, and I appreciate the time. <laughs> my pleasure. Thanks, Rod. Great chatting with you, my friend. The great Kelly Rudy. And we'll be back, folks, with a sports update right after this. Viewer takeover and overtime. You are watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV across 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Let's get to the Trent in Norway comment because everybody wonders how Trent's doing, where it is currently 6.42 p.m. Trent writes, Norway calling. It seems like there's a few NHL teams that still have a corona hangover. Mental toughness is just as important as the physical in anything in life. I still predict a Green Bay-Kansas City Super Bowl, but the conference championships will be very close. Great points with Kelly Rudy today. Stay well, everyone. You too. All the way from Norway, they're checking us out today. Roger Yee in Calgary. Hey, Rod, thanks for bringing Kelly on and giving a spotlight on the mental side of things. Need to change more attitudes on speaking to people, including me. Thank you, Roger. Thank you for noticing and speaking up. Greg Clevgard, Kelly's more than a great goalie. He's a great ambassador. Another great interview, Rod. Well, if I may, with Bell, let's talk coming up soon here within a week. I think it's January 28th. Uh, they told me when I went public with my story, just like Kelly did with his, that it helps when public people talk about their struggles because it makes people that aren't public people realize, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Right? That's right. And, uh, it's not like we're homicidal or anything. My, my issues were OCD, ADD. What was I saying? <laughs> That's a joke. Addiction, obviously. Anxiety disorder and depression. The Fab Five. And uh, they call them severe mental illnesses because they are never going away. But we can manage them and have a great life once we get on top of them. The Fab Five. The, the Fab Five. Your five-tool player. I'm a, well, I've been called a five-tool player uh, by TSN, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I was thinking about that. We need an animated squirrel that runs across the screen. But we have Ricky, and it always gets our attention and throws us off whatever we've been talking about. Ricky the iguana. So, so anyways, it does help to, uh, to talk about these things and have it a great life. Sports update, the Jacksonville Jaguars hired Trent Belke as general manager today, removing the interim tag from his title and pairing him with new coach Urban Meyer. 
Team owner Saad Khan is switching to a coach-centric model in which Meyer and Belke will both report to him to have transparency and fill the needs and concerns of both parties without really getting filtered or have a chain of command. Urban Meyer, though, is expected to have final say over the roster and most everything else. Who doesn't see a train wreck coming on the... You understand this, right? The coach has final say over the general manager on personnel? What? Yeah. In college, you got one guy who kind of runs everything. Does the recruiting, makes all the calls. He's the sheriff. It's a little different in the NFL. It'll be interesting to see what Urban Meyer does with that culture. I just, I, sorry, his name's Shad Khan. And I'm just reading this again. Both the GM and her coach will report to him, the owner, because you know more about pro football than Urban Meyer. Got it. Who's picking number one overall this year again? Oh, yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Why some teams always win and why some teams always lose. Leadership and lack thereof. Praying for Jaguars fans. Kendrick Nunn scored 28 points in the injury-plagued Miami Heat. Pulled away in the second half for a 111-102 win over the Raptors last night. Fred Van Vliet had 24 points and 9 assists for the Raps, whose three-game winning streak was snapped. The Jets and Senators meet again tonight in the nation's capital 48 hours after Winnipeg came from behind to beat Ottawa 4-3 in overtime. Sends rookie Tim Stutzla and Jets sniper Patrick Laine both missed their last meeting with undisclosed injuries. In our day-to-day, Dupes reporting... Was it from Brent Wallace? Who's yeah, Brent Wallace had it that he was not on the ice today. But I saw from Kyle Bukoskis that he was on the ice yesterday. Uh, yeah, line A, missing the morning skate today. So not declared out officially, but I wouldn't bank on it. The Canucks will try and make it two wins in a row over the Canadiens tonight when they host the second of two games in two days. Last night, Bo Horvat scored twice in regulation, then added the shootout winner to give the Canucks a 6-5 victory over the Canadiens. Canadian Brooke Henderson is in Lake Buena Vista, Florida today for the LPGA Tournament of Champions. Day ones today, the Tournament of Champions features 25 pros and 50 celebs with a $1.2 million U.S. purse over 72 holes and no cut. This sports update for the Tab Brew House and drive through Liquor Store, corner of Rochdale and Pasqua, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now eight amazing flavors. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RPSHOW. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. From our viewers, Mark Zosel says the Bengals are getting new uniforms next year. Still going to suck, i.e. lipstick on a pig. What I love about the new platform, rather than my old radio show and the fact that we're on television here, is it's an entirely new audience, so my jokes and stories are new to everybody. And opinions. Yes. Because I've often said the teams that suck the most are the ones that go with a new uniform scheme, a new color scheme. Think about that. Who hasn't? Oh, yeah. The Montreal Canadiens, the New York Yankees, the ones with the most championships, right? Now, where I was wrong was when the Alouettes went with a new uniform just the last season because I thought we've sucked. Yeah, this is what they're thinking. We've sucked so bad. Let's distract everybody with a new logo, a new color scheme. People will think we're good again. Yeah. And lo and behold, damned if they weren't really good. Yeah. And I'll give credit to Kahari Jones and Vernon Adams Jr. for that. But the Bengals, awful again. And how much could you change the new jerseys? I'd like to see what the jerseys look like for the Bengals. Why would you change those? I like them. The problem's not the jerseys. It's the people in the jerseys. You fix that, and then you'll be on the road to greatness. Let's just distract everybody. <laughs> I was in uh, Phoenix when the Coyotes changed their jerseys. Same thing. Why are you doing it, guys? Just fix your stuff, and you won't have to worry about the jerseys. Yeah. What do you have before I take a break and come back? No, that's good. That's good. I saw Janelle's been watching. I want yeah. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Janelle. <laughs> Can't wait to see you when the world opens up again and we get back to sports. 
Uh, Brent Kuhlman writes in. He says, a little greedy here, but the only disappointing thing about your show is it's only five days a week. <laughs> but seriously, love you guys and love your show. Thanks, Brent. Love you too, pal. Guy texted me yesterday and he said, would you guys like to do a third hour? I really love the story time. I said, you want to pay me for a third hour? I'll do it. He never wrote me back. <laughs> you um, always leave me wanting more. That's kind of the that's point. That's the idea. Look, we'll be right back with viewer takeover. It's always fun. It's the RP show here on Game Plus TV on YouTube Live Daily and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right, it is the overtime segment, and uh, I'm just, we got so many things that we talked about today. Such a fun day today. One thing I realized with this show is fans really love talking about jerseys and logos and retros and, you know. Yeah, James Henderson of Manitoba says, I love the Jets' new logo, but I wish they would have given the 90s jersey a little love. I would love to see the Jets play the Orders or Flames with those jerseys. I'll tell you what, at least when the Atlanta Thrashers moved to Winnipeg, they did rename them the Jets. They didn't go with a name like the Kraken or the whole, we're going to look ahead, you know, because it is the Winnipeg Jets. Could you imagine them by any other name? No. And I do, I do quite like the new logo John Kirby in Edmonton says the Edmonton Football Club has shut down the team store they're not selling anything until they can get new merchandise with the name on it the new name on it including jerseys what did we say earlier Kim Coates star of film stage and screen saying Rod what's happening with the CFL my friends are asking me and his friends just happen to be the stars of shows like mom what else did he say? The other shows? Oh, man. Quite a few Hollywood stars want to know what's going on with the CFL. Dirty John. Dirty John, right. Eric Bana. They, yeah. want to, they actually want to know. There's got to be a reason why they haven't picked a name for the Edmonton team yet. I don't know. Is it because the Orders played last night? I, I'm trying not to be too sarcastic here, but can you come on? Get with it. Yes. What I'm... What am I missing? Like people are just saying, what is going on? Can we get, hello? Greg Clevgard writes in, if the CFL doesn't play this year, they'll lose the young fan base. Not the seasoned CFL fans. It will take years to recover to pre-pandemic levels. And somebody else wrote that in earlier. You're talking about, are they playing this year? They can't even pick a name for Edmonton yet. Tell a Miracle has a 50-50 raffle out. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, this is exciting. Very exciting for all of our viewers across the country. You might want to chime in on something here. Tell a Miracle is a Saskatchewan tradition. It is, how many hours do they do? 36, 48 yes. hours live television on a weekend, raising money for the Kinsmen. Tell a Miracle. Well, this year's going to be a little different due to COVID. So the first ever online 50-50 in support of Telemiracle is live now. And you can purchase your tickets at telemiracle5050.ca. I probably don't need to tell you all the wonderful things and communities that Kinsman does. For those less fortunate, raffle proceeds will stay in Saskatchewan, will be part of Telemiracle 45, supporting the work of the Kinsman Foundation. The Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day improve their quality of life and independence through gifts of mobility equipment and medical travel assistance. One ticket, $20. Five tickets, $50. 20 tickets, $100. You uh, want to explain to people that you don't have to be from Saskatchewan to purchase the tickets. You don't. You just have to be in Saskatchewan. So, so get on the phone. Everybody knows somebody who lives in Saskatchewan. Get them to buy your tickets for you. And uh, the prize is expected to go up into the millions. Um, I think three point seven millions the max uh, take home, which is pretty awesome. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's virtual. So you be, I think you'll be able to watch portions of it online, which will be awesome. And it is something. While it is a Saskatchewan thing, 
people from across the country kind of latch onto it a little bit because it's really cool and um, there's there's entertainment and uh, it's quite quite a quite a night. So. Telemiracle5050.ca, I think, right? The It is. Telemiracle5050.ca. The winner will be announced on Telemiracles.com's live stream on February 27th, just before the start of the Telemiracle 45 Telethon. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, has written in 20 hours is how long that live telethon goes, and it's been going for years and years and years. Couple last comments. Ryan Ostrander says, What's up with some of your terrible city councilors targeting oil and gas? Hypocrites. I don't know what to say about that. We're not in favor of it. Go check our Twitter feed. What did you say, Darren? You tweeted it. Yeah, we uh, we do. We accept all oil, gas, and energy sponsors here at the RP Show. 100% apply within. Yes. I don't know. We, for some reason, have a left wing leaning city council here in the city. It's torn people apart. I'm sitting there going, we put them in there, in- so don't complain too much. We just can't allow them to have the keys to the palace, that's all. In fact, limited time only, discounts for oil, gas, and energy sector there businesses that want to advertise on the show. We'll talk a lot more about this tomorrow. Taylor Soley says, hey, Rod, uh, with the riders releasing Kenny Stafford, do you think they will go after Greg Ellingson? My initial uh, thought on that is no, probably too old doesn't necessarily fit into what the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have planned here with a pretty exciting young group of players, receivers. And I am a huge Greg Ellingson fan, by the way. Yes. I'd love to see him here. Doesn't doesn't seem to fit with what he's doing. Yeah. Janice out in Vancouver, part of our sales force, says energy sponsors. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Tomorrow, Tori Gurley, Jeff Reinbold, and we'll see what else comes up. Thanks to Kim Coates and Kelly Rudy today. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central on Facebook Live and right here on Game Plus at noon Eastern. You screwed up, Clark! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.